Hello and welcome to a new episode of Lunar Home Loans or Lionel Home Loans. Um, tonight's episode, we're going to cover conventional loans. I know previously we spoke about, uh, I've spoken about uh, um, FHA loans, USDA loans, and I believe a VA loan. And um, I've covered just an overbroad um, episode on just loans in, 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 in general and um, other, other, other topics as well, like starting a business and business credit and the stock market. And uh, life insurance and annuities. But uh, tonight's episode, we're going to focus on conventional loans and those specific loans only. Uh, this episode's not going to take that much time. It won't be as big as, as long as the other ones. So don't worry, you're not going to be here listening for 45 minutes. It's going to be a lot shorter. But uh, it's going to be some really small, basic things, simple things you can take away from. Um, and once again, you know, whoever doesn't know my story, um, I have a background in credit, in a business credit, in banking, and in mortgages. I'm a mortgage broker, so I can always connect you with any form of mortgage, whether it's a USDA, FHA, VA loans, all docu- all documentation loans, like loans where you use your ITIN number, reverse mortgages, uh, conventional loans, of course, loans that you don't require any documentation, all types of loans. And I also have access to commercial loans. So reach out to me if you need help with that, if you need help with your credit. In terms of establishing it, um, enhancing it, fixing it, or even with, with business credits too, as well, I can help you with those things as well. And I have a, I'm also part of a platform, Elevate Agency, uh, where uh, I can get you access to life insurance agents, financial advisors, uh, people dealing with 401ks, IRAs, rollovers, uh, whole term, uh, li- IULs, uh, index universal life insurance, whole life insurance, term insurance policies. So I have a lot of access to a lot of financial professionals. Reach out to me if you need help with doing those things, or even yourself, if you want to be part of this podcast, you want to um, be part of it, and you want to cover a specific topic, you want to talk about yourself, your services, uh, come on, there's no charge for that, it's free, look at it as free marketing. Um, if you need the listeners have any questions specifically about any of those topics, a whole different topic, a topic on mortgages, reach out to me, you can always get those questions answered for you. Either I'll answer them, or I'll have one of my guest speakers answer them for you. Or it could be something completely different. You just want to have some answers on a specific thing. Uh, reach out to me. You can always find those answers for you. So anyways, we'll get back to the, to the topic. Tonight, we're going to cover conventional loans. So a conventional loan is a regular mortgage loan that most banks and a wholesale mortgages company, um, all of them offer. Uh, one of the most biggest things everyone knows about is that it's a small amount to put down. There's a big myth that you think you need to put down 20% down to buy a house when that's not really the case. A conventional loan, you can put 3% down. With an FHA loan, you can put 3.5% down. Now, even though it's a half a point more, those situations vary uh, from person to person. Some some situations, a conventional loan might be the best thing. For another person, an FHA loan might be the best thing. So that half a point shouldn't be so much of why you should go one with the other. It should be look at the whole package at the end, what makes the most sense for your situation and your goals. Uh, back to conventional loans, though. We'll go over some, some small basics, and then we'll leave it at that. And like I said, this episode will not take that long. So a conventional loan is a loan that's offered by most banks and most mortgage companies. Uh, it's offered by the Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae. Those are government agencies that fund this type of loan. They have very similar guidelines, but also some, some differences. Um, and I'll go over one of those differences a little bit later. Uh, but like I said, they're offered at all banks. It's a really simple bank. Uh, it's a simple mortgage. It requires only 3% down. Means that, for example, let's say a house was a hundred thousand. I know it's a simple, silly number, but let's just say it was. Then all you put down is three thousand down. The other ninety-seven grand, you're gonna have to finance that. So that means you don't have a lot to put down, and you can get that. And at three percent, you don't even have to come out of your own pocket. You can get that 
from uh, friends or family as a gift. Um, it's very limited. It's not as much as the FHA where there's a lot of different sources you can get it from, but that's still something you can work with. There's also a lot of government agencies or a lot of state agencies or cities that actually give you donations to help you buy a house. So you should look into that too as well. So like I said, it's only 3% down. It does require for you to have a two-year tax return, which is full doc, which means you have to provide a lot of documentation to, to, to qualify. So you'll need a two-year tax return. You're going to need um, some financial statements, for example, like your bank statements, your checking account, your savings account. If you have any investment brokerage accounts like a Fidelity or E-Trade, Robinhood, you can also you know show some of your statements if you have any um, any money in your another type of brokerage like a cryptocurrency. Uh, also, you can say that you even have collectibles, something like gold, something that's worth a lot of money. This will be useful because this is this assets you can put on the application that can help you with qualifying for a mortgage if you see if you if you're having you know issues with that. Other assets that you can use are like your retirement income or retirement planning, for example, your 401k or your IRAs. Uh, one thing I do want to mention is that with a 401k, you can actually liquidate a 401k or make withdrawals from it without any fees only. Check this out only if it's to cover uh, medical expenses or if it's uh, to cover um, a down payment for a house. So remember that you can always remove money out of your 401k without any fees or, minim or minimum amount of fees with the 401k. So that's another, that's a good takeaway to learn from. Another thing about the conventional loan is that uh, what's, what's the lowest credit score to qualify for is actually 620. With a 620, you can qualify for a, uh, well, that's what just about all banks, whether it's Rocket Mortgage or it's uh, it's Wells Fargo, it's Chase, it's a Home Point, which is a mortgage wholesale mortgage company. So remember, it's six twenty. Aside from that credit score, the three months statements, you're getting three months reserves. Reserves are payments that you can make um, that you already have saved up in your account. So let and that that's the principal, that's the interest, that's the taxes, and that's insurance. So you can once it's once that payment is calculated, how much the mortgage is going to be based on your percentage and your score and all that. They'll come up with a number. You need to have three times of that in your checking account or your savings account. But you need to have that liquid three months reserves of that. Okay. Another part about qualifying for a conventional loan is that you have to have good credit. Like I said, you need, you have to have some decent credit, at least six twenty. But you need to have enough credit on your credit report, and that includes trade lines. Trade lines are like credit cards. They're bank. They're uh, auto loans their personal loans, anything that shows up on your credit that you have to make that that's based on credit and you have to pay back. And you need to have at least a minimum of three of those trade lines for 12 months. So you can have one trade line, one credit card you've for 10 years and have two credit cards you only have for two months or five months. All three of them have to be more than a year or at least 12 months, okay? And if you don't have that traditional type of credit, there's also non-traditional type, type of, types of trade lines you can use. Um, for example, like um, your rent. That's one example. That's actually going to be used as well. When you're submitting an application, you're going to have to show, show proof of your rental history, and that's about 12 months. So they're going to verify that with the landlord. Now that we know that you need that, another another key point about a conventional loan is you need to have a social security number. So to have a social security number, you need to either be an American citizen, U.S. citizen, or be a permanent resident alien to qualify. So keep that in mind. Aside from that, uh, there are some maximum loan amounts that you can qualify for, and that's based upon um, the Freddie and Fannie Mac guidelines. Uh, up to this point right now, if you get a one-unit house, you qualify up to 726000 If you get a two-unit home, 
that's uh, 900, that's about $929,000. So close to a million dollars. And if you get a three unit, that's 1.1 million. And if you get a four unit, that's $1.3 million. That's how much you can qualify. That's a conforming loan. These numbers are, um, they're meant for, you know, because we know that the, the prices of real estate are getting higher. So the government, the new conforming loan limits have been updated to 2023. It's a lot higher than it was the previous year. So keep that in mind. Uh, so it's a lot higher amounts. So you said make sure you can qualify and you can at least cover the minimum payment. Uh, another thing about it is um, you probably wonder what kind of properties you can actually qualify for this type of loan. So uh, from my understanding, it is um, a unit, a one-unit house with an ADU. That's an additional unit. Uh, and, and what that is is pretty much let's say you buy a house and you get a garage, you turn the garage into a home. Or let's say you get a house and you put an additional unit on the top. Well, that's an additional unit. Um, let's say you, you create a whole different room and another attachment to the house. That's an additional unit. So that actually qualifies now, a home with an additional unit or just one unit, and that's it. Aside from that, two to four units, condos, specific condos if they meet the requirements, and a multi-wide manufactured homes. You're probably thinking, well, what is that? If you remember driving on the freeway, if you actually drive on a freeway, if you've been a passenger on a freeway, you might have seen a trailer or a truck, a flatbed, and it has um, a house on it, on wheels. Those are manufactured homes. So that's an example of that. If, it's, if, it, if, if you have a house that isn't qualified on those four, those four things, then it won't qualify for a conventional loan. So aside from that, um, that covers pretty much a lot, of, a lot of the information that we went over already. The loan amounts, the score, the reserve, the bank statements, the trade lines, and the type of properties that qualify. Now, um, like I said, there, you, can, you can go to any bank to help you uh, qualify for this mortgage, or you can go to a mortgage broker or a mortgage company. I personally would suggest a mortgage broker. And the reason I say that is because a lot of banks or a lot of mortgage companies are more competitive than banks. Remember, when, when you're getting a mortgage through a bank, that bank itself, it's either going to keep that mortgage and keep it as part of its portfolio or it's going to sell it off in the secondary market. Um, and a lot of banks, especially a bank like Bank of America or Chase, they're very hard to qualify because they lend the money out of their own pocket. So they make it they make that mortgage take that mortgage application take a longer time. They ask for a lot of documentation, and sometimes they don't give you the best interest rate. Now, on the other hand, if you go with a, a mortgage broker, they have access to some banks, but mostly mortgage companies, and they're really, really competitive with each other. They'll compete on their interest rate, on the money down, not the money down, but like the um, the closing costs. Um, if they they'll waive like a the appraisal fee, they give you some cash back. There's a lot of things you can work with when you work with a mortgage broker, and the mortgage broker can actually submit one application and go through different mortgage companies, see which one has the best for you, and they can help you, you know, find and help you figure out which is the best mortgage for your situation. You know, um, if it's going to be you want something with a lower monthly payment, or you don't mind, you want something with a lower interest rate. You have access to a lot of mortgage companies. So, in my personal opinion, even if I wasn't a mortgage broker, I would go to mortgage broker. There's a lot more incentives. There's a lot more options, and they'll need to run your credit once, and that's it. And you have access to a lot of mortgage, a lot of a lot of programs. And um, if they're really savvy, they'll help you up your house. Uh, so aside from that, um, thank you for tuning in tonight. Like I said, it wasn't going to be a long podcast. It was just on conventional loans. I do plan on having some other mortgage-related um, uh, content in the future. I'm going to be going over reverse mortgages. I'm going to be going over alternate doc loans. I mentioned that earlier. So what that is, is uh, it's a loan 
that isn't the usual to your tax return and your pay stubs and, and your financial statements. It's based on either a different form of documentation, like let's say you don't have a social security, you can use your ITIN or you only use one year tax return or you use your bank statements if you own a, if you own a business. Those are alternate dot loans. I'm going to be going over those different types of loans in a different um, different um, episode. Just like I said in the reverse mortgage, that's going to be another episode too. And I will be going into investment properties. Uh, you know, the FHA, how to get an investment property with that. A conventional loan, which we just covered. You can actually get an investment property with that as well. Because I mentioned two to four units. Uh, some of it, you know, either you occupy in it or say you don't occupy. It's just an investment property. You can use that as well. And one thing I wanted to mention earlier, which I forgot almost, is the Freddie Mac and Fannie Mae, they're both agencies that help you that help um, buy these loans or help you uh, qualify for these loans because they're the ones that buy it from the bank. Um, well, Freddie Mac, SimCB easy to qualify in terms of credit. You don't have to have that much credit. Um, so that's that's one possibility that your mortgage broker or your loan officer can help you is they can figure out you know, if it's a conventional loan, should we go with Fannie Mae, should we go with Freddie Mac? And I know one thing for, for sure is that Freddie Mac is a lot easier to qualify in terms of credit. And I say you don't need to have as much 20 trade lines or as much as, you know, three or four. Um, they have their own guidelines and they're constantly changing. And right now the government is really trying to push, you know, people to own their homes. So they're making it really easy, especially, you know, we're struggling and some people will be in a better situation in the future. But right now they just need a little bit of help. So that covers this tonight's episode. Um, aside from that, thank you for tuning in. Like I mentioned earlier, if you want to come on this podcast, feel free to reach out to me. You know, home loans, Lionel Home Loans. Or if you want to, uh, or you have a question, or let's say you know someone that should be on this podcast, reach out to me. Uh, you can check my Instagram out. It's Lionel Home Loans or Lionel Home Loans. Um, that's L-E-O-N-E-L-H-O-M-E-L-O-A-S. You can find me on Instagram. You can find me on Facebook. I also have a Google Business Profile, so you can check me out there. Um, so reach out to me if you have any questions, if you have any concerns, if you have uh, something you want me to cover. I can always have that question answered by a specialist in the financial industry, or I can just answer it for you myself if I know the answer. And like I said, my podcasts are, you know, they're, 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 they're friendly for guest speakers. Um, even if you're not part of the financial industry, let's say you own your own business, you can come run on, come by, talk about your business, talk about how you got to where you're at and if you have any insights to give people because that actually helps a lot of people and it actually, you know, helps them resonate with someone and it pushes them to start their own business. So you 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 can your your words can be really powerful and really uplifting. So if you want to talk about your business, come by. That's the free advertising and free marketing. And um, you know, and if someone has questions about your industry, you know, they can, they they'll ask you questions. You can answer them as well, and you can set yourself as an expert in the industry. So aside from that, thank you so much for listening tonight. Tune into my future episodes on mortgages on our different topics. Like I said, you're going to be tuning into mortgage mortgage related topics. I'm gonna have some entrepreneurs on here. I'm actually going to have a financial advisor on here soon. So that means that they have a license to life insurance policies and they have a life insurance um, in life insurance license and they also have a securities license. So they have access to a lot of different things. That's an advisor I'm going to bring in soon. I have a bunch of more guest speakers coming on. So keep tuning in. Keep checking it out. Share this with your loved ones, with your family, with your friends. Check it out. Let me know what you think. And like I said, if you have any input, any questions, anything you want to say, any comments, uh, reach out to me. Anyone you could think of that could, could that be good for this for this um for this episode or for a future episode, reach out to me. We can take care of that. So start from that. Thank you for listening and have a good night.